Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minutes, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle. Yes, sir. Did you know that acetate paper is a transparent material that is made by reacting cellulose, cellulose, I'm close enough, with acetic <laughs> acid in the presence of sulfuric acid? I did not know that. You didn't know that? No. Even even I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. But why do I bring up acetate paper? Now here's what I was thinking. In this minute, this is this is what I reminded me of something that I just loved from my childhood. And and people still have them today. You know those books that you get that have pages that are transparent and there's different elements printed on them and then they as you put the book together, they create an entire image. What probably people are most familiar with are like those books about the human body. Where as you go through the pages of the body, there's the skin, and then there's the organs, and then there's the nervous system and the bones, right? And so you can do that. I love those books. I tried oh, to find okay. what the history of those books are. I don't, you know, I don't know what you want to. Yeah, I, they're all different ways to call them: transparent page books, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Um, here's the thing, though. My favorite one of these, and I couldn't find out where these first started. I think they've just been around for a very long time. But my favorite. Is the Millennium Falcon a 3D owner's guide by Ryder Wyndham that came out several years ago? Hmm. Such a great use of this because it's literally just a bunch of these acetate pages, and then they have the outer shell of the Falcon, and then the control system, and the the living quarters, and all this other stuff. I think they've done one for Darth Vader. Here's what I want to see: they got to do one for Iron Man. Oh yeah. How awesome would that be in that you could actually see all the different systems? Any, if anybody's listening, if any book publisher's listening, that I think that would actually be a tremendously cool product. Huh. Yeah, I'd say Marvel Publishing, get on that. That's the, I mean, that just makes to all tons of sense. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. We're giving you free ideas here at Minute 83 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, director Mr. John Favreau. Uh, and we pick where we left off, which is Tony is studying the wireframe model that Jarvis has made from his father's original model of the 74 Stark World's Fair. That was, see, that's a lot. There are a lot of yeah, mouthfuls in this lot. minute. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. He's uh, looking to try and figure out what's going on. And we, he thinks, at this point, he's come to a revelation. So he has the the entire model thing turned on its side, since he's looking at it from above. From from God's perspective, one might say, uh, or the Watchers, but from Uatu the Watchers' perspective, <laughs> um, and says, "What does that look like to you, Jarvis? Not unlike an atom. In which case, the nucleus would be here, highlight the unisphere, and so he takes the unisphere and, and enlarges it, and like the unisphere, which is a real thing and is still there, right." Um, uh, I believe it gets taken out by a flying saucer in Men in Black. Um, Thanks, Will Smith. Yeah. Anyway. They, <laughs> Agent J. Um, <laughs> and then, and then uh, he keeps that there and he says, lose the footpaths. Get rid of them. He's starting to swing things away. Um like bat and boy flies, uh, and okay, and, and just like getting rid of all the stuff he doesn't want. And, and as he's doing this, the vegetation, everything else, that's what made me think of acetate page books mm-hmm. because I thought, oh wow, what an amazing thing layer that would be. Layer by layer, by exactly, layer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I get you. And Jarvis says, "What is it you're trying to achieve, sir?" Yeah, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and Tony says, "I'm discovering. Correction, I'm rediscovering a new element. I believe 
So then he continues on flicking things away. Lose the landscaping, the shrubbery, the trees. He's whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. He's flicking, he's clicking, he's, he's swiping. Uh, parking lots, in exits, entrances. Structure the protons and the neutrons using the pavilions as a framework. And then sort of sets back and lets Jarvis do his thing. And so then Jarvis starts moving stuff around and then creates, essentially, this... He creates the Spaceship Earth from Epcot Center. Yes! <laughs> he basically creates a geodesic sphere. Like, he has, like, right. a, basically right. a full sphere. And then Tony, like, reaches out... And that's where I'm in. It comes to an end. But so there's, like I said, it's not a whole lot. That's it. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Obviously, there's a part of me here that I love this. Okay. There's, okay. I don't know how much. The effects much is, are phenomenal. The effects are amazing. Still. I mean, like, it's still great. Incredibly well done. They must have had just a. I mean, some of this is probably very tedious work because you're. I'd imagine. You yeah. know, the, the shrubbery. I mean, how many trees yeah. and all this other stuff. At the same time, it looks incredible. There's so much stuff that feels like is hidden in here, but I, I don't think there is. I, I think this yep. is just a lot of wireframe stuff, yeah. <laughs> structures yeah. and everything else. There was a moment when he first looks at it as he pulls in on the Unisphere, it looks like an arc reactor. Like, I mean, I think mm. that's somewhat okay. intention, intentional, trying to give you an idea that, oh, yeah, Howard hid something in here. But it, he figures this out in in 27 seconds. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right. Let's let's since we have some time here because right. nothing else happens this minute. Let's take a minute to unpack this. So, you're Howard Stark, right? It's 1970. Let's say, right? You're you. <laughs> you're a scientist. You're working at uh, you know at military. You're doing all this stuff, and you're a futurist. So you're a person who sees a view. Like we've seen, he's building weapons. Yes, he's building bombs and guns and and. All the all these things to to help murder people, but you're also looking ahead at the future. So you're thinking about the arc reactor. So you've already you've already done the preliminary designs on that. You know, with had this whole thing with Anton Vanko. So as you're working on this stuff, then you come to this amazing realization that you have figured out how to create a new element, but you realize the science isn't there yet. Like. You can see what it would be, you're, but you're looking far down the line till when things are, are, are that way. In the same way that um, in Back to the Future, when, uh, when Marty goes back to 1950 and the same amount of stuff that fits on a microchip then takes up the entire hood of the car. It's, you know, it's, it's the same, it does the same job, but, you know, it's like, so you can see, like, like Doc Brown had the idea for the flux capacitor, 30 years before he was actually able to ever create a working one. You can, you see, like, we have to wait for other things to catch up. So you have this idea, and you can think, I have figured out how to make a new element that will help with the arc reactor? I don't know. That's that's a leap of logic at that point. But let's say that right. it's something that processes energy more efficiently than anything that's currently around. But you know you don't have access to a nuclear power plant where you could make this kind of thing. You don't have an, a, a proton smasher. You don't have uh, the loop. You don't have any of these things that would allow you to do that. But you know exactly what the atomic structure of this thing would be. You're doing great. You're doing great so far. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. So then you, the future person who like wants to make sure that you could write it down 
write a book, you could draw a picture, you could put it in your will and say not to be open until the time of my death. Yeah, you could put exactly. it in a, in, a, in a trust so that when Tony Stark turned 18, he would be get access to all of your stuff and do it. Or <laughs> you could take an entire multi-acre thing of land and lay your design on top of it where everybody in the known world could see it. That's the issue. Yeah. 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 It seems like it's just being a jerk. Well, like, it's what like what is that? I mean, like you have this like you figure out the atomic structure of this thing and you lay it out where everybody in the world could possibly see it. Like, yeah, oh Tony, you can figure this out. Well, Ivan Vanko figured out how to do the arc reactor. Yeah. Like yeah, I know. <laughs> and say, I mean, like, like, oh, you're the one who can solve this. Well, yeah, but it turns out, yeah, a lot of people can solve this. You know what? I bet you Hank Pym could have solved this. I made. <laughs> and he was just down the hall. <gasps> it involved miniatures, get it? Huh? Right? Okay, so here. No, well, uh, it's, yes, I cannot refute any <laughs> of this. Since, since the day one of watching this, I thought, like, this is the worst plan that, that Howard Stark ever has ever come up with. Okay, so you really, I mean, outside of all this. There's, a, there's another major problem with this, too, but like, uh, let's just stick with oh. like, how he's delivering the information for now. I, I, I will just say that the only thing I can come up with here is eccentricity. I, but in 1970, I'm like I'm saying, I, I know, know the thing happened in 74, but I'm saying, like, it takes the year right, of planning. Right, right, exactly. He was not eccentric. Like, yeah. Because eventually we're going to see what Howard's like. And the beginning of, of Ant Man, we get to see. Yeah, you know, like Howard, approximately at this this time. I mean, like right before, so like you know, a little after. Oh yeah, right. A little after. This would be after the World's Fair, but like still the same mindset essentially. It doesn't. There is definitely a parallel in this movie between this and the whole Ivan's plan at the at the Grand Prix. That that they just don't. The whole thing's like (laughs) if you if okay admit if you think about it too much it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and and John Favreau even in the commentary says yeah it's better if you just don't think about it too much because he said he actually like kind of says yeah the science in this is kind of muddy it doesn't really make a lot but you know it's comic books what are you gonna do and and I'm fine with the hey it's comic books and I'm not I'm asking for it's how the information was passed is still like. It's, it's it's just it's I cannot get past this. Like this was his design. I'm gonna like I'm gonna lay it out for and my son will be the one who will look at this model after watching this random piece of footage of me from an outtake on a reel to reel tape thing when he's old enough and figure out this thing and create this element that I'm unable to do. There's so many better ways of getting this information to your son, dude. Well, it's the issue the issue is too. And spoilers for the next two minutes. Uh huh. It's it's he did this faster than it took him to build something, a massive structure inside his own home. Like, I just I have got an issue with that. I wish they would have strewn this out a little bit more. But I guess you can't because of timing. Because yes. I mean, time is money it's, here in this point. Yeah, exactly. So I get that. But wow, it just seems super obvious. And, you know, and okay, that'll be my end. I won't, I won't raff on it anymore. Like, <laughs> as I bring Riff and Raff together, right? I'll, I'll just say riff that. And riff, riff and Raff. Here, here's the thing. I love, though, you can't deny this just looks amazing. It looks it's amazing. so mesmerizing. And here's the other thing I love. I think this is the most 
uh, helpful. We get a we get a better deep dive into the mind, so to speak, of Jarvis. He's yes. thinking this along with him. Yeah. He's True. really thinking this through, like, oh, yeah, I see where you're going with this. And, like, his AI is going off to something, which I think is amazing. I, You know, we haven't seen it that much more. We've seen Jarvis as more of an assistant, not uh, more of as an assistant, not as a colleague. This, we get more of the idea that he's a colleague. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, as what opposed to he's not Alexa. Right. Like, exactly. He's actually, they're collaborating on this. Exactly. It's still dumb. No. It's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, th- this of, of all the plot points, this is one of the clunkiest it, um, in this movie I, with of a lot of clunky plot points. I'm this is like with you just a little bit on uh, that. Was there another point you had? Was it? Yeah, was but I thing? realized that they actually get much more into it in the next one, so I'm going oh, we'll to save, save it for well, me. We'll and also, you know, tease it a little bit, people. You know, you gotta, you gotta tease more, the people. There's more. There's way more to talk about. Yeah, like, after that epic rant, I'm done with this podcast. Oh no, wait! Oh, there's, no, there's, there's something <laughs> even more in in '84 that you don't want to miss because I have not yet begun to mildly complain about this film. That I uh, oh <laughs> come on, it's still good anyway. <laughs> but I, I say like. Like I say, in this, this is the, my problem. Here is story. It is yeah, not performance. No, it is not acting. It is not production design. All right. that stuff is amazing. And like, and I think even anyone can say this is a well shot film. You know, shout out to to yes. Matthew Lebatique who who shot. I mean, like everything looks great in this. I mean, there's a lot of movies out there that are bad and also look bad. Right. But like this is a movie that I think is not great but looks gorgeous. Yes. So I have never had any problem with that, or in performance-wise and stuff too. I mean, it's it's well acted, well shot. It's just like there's some fundamental story problems that the, that we're getting right to the heart of right here, right? And one of those will come again in '84. Um, but yeah, that is that is literally where I mean it comes to an end. So. In the meantime, if you want to tell me how horribly wrong I am about this, if you want to, you know, say like you're being way too judgmental, or or if you if you got something that will, if you got a no prize, uh, that will uh, go along to like say like, well, actually, if you want to hit me with that, you can do so over on Facebook because we have our very own Facebook group. Uh, it's called the Marvel Movie Minute Next Real Podcast Executive Lounge. Uh, you can find it at facebook.com slash group slash the next reel. Ask for membership because we're trying to keep out the bots and the weirdos. Uh, but even so, I'm happy for a couple of weirdos. If you have a, some fan theories you want to run by saying like, well, I think they, I'm happy for something. If you come up with something uh, weird and wild and marvely that uh, can make this actually make a lot more sense. Great. Whoa. I want to hear it. I cannot believe you just lowered the bar on the weirdos. That's I cool. Did. And I, and I we did. mean After that affectionately. Hey, uh, yeah, listen, yeah, exactly. we're all weirdos. Like, I'm not. <laughs> but I think you know the kind. <laughs> the ones that, yeah. like, you're the, the ones you don't want commenting on when you post no. something on Facebook. You're like, we, oh, please, please don't. Please no. don't. Either you it's see, that you uncle see, you have. or Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Weirdo uncle has commented. You're like, oh, no. And, you, and you, you have this sense of dread as you put your thumb to that notification. Like, oh, please, please don't be terrible. Please, please. <laughs> Well, Those it's either that or, or, you know, or there could be the other people who come. Uh, exactly. Or other like, people, so. <laughs> this is why America is terrible. <laughs> All right. We know. <laughs> oh, no. We're just kidding. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'll be back here for a minute 84 when we discover what this amazing little ball can do and how it will be the solution to all of Tony's problems and maybe solve 
Well, I think you know by now. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> Riddle of his heart. Enough said. Bye. <laughs>